1: now
3: I want to share something with you, a feeling that I'm having tonight that I want to share with you. Actually, it was today. Whenever I can do something to try to break through this wall of kind of pretend news stuff that we do, it's not really pretend, but, you know, I'm talking about, you know, the problems of the world, and and you will um, normally and in, in kind respond with some kind of reaction. Every now and then a real feeling comes through. A real good feeling. And I want to share that with you. I want to share this feeling with you. And I want you to grasp what I'm thinking. I want you to dig what I'm thinking right now. I got in the mail today um, a uh, a uh, wonderful magazine from my high school um my high school, and it's it was it's for Jesuit high school, and people people love this this notion they have. They'll say, "Jesuit, you're a Jesuit. Did you did you take some type of a of an oath?" I didn't understand, nor did I was I ever even aware of the negative historical con uh, 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 context that many people feel regarding. uh Jesuits and you know whatever it is. But anyway, so it's a very it's it's a very beautiful magazine. It's a it's a picture of the principal and and they're wearing their vestments and uh, it's called Jesuit Perspectives, and it's very very nice, very very nice. And inside, I'm reading this and they have these young these young men who wear basically the same things that we did: blue blazer, khaki pants. Standing the same way, arms folded in front, hands folded, hands clasped. There they are, the baccalaureate mass, and they have things about. Oh, look! In our in our class, our 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 uh, our football team took you know the four A title or division or whatever the hell it is. Oh, that's nice. Leadership, they learn leadership, which is very very good. And they had these young men trying to go to college, and they're. They do very, very well. Jesuit has an excellent academic uh, uh, re- reputation. Dec- dec- Decade of service, young men uh, giving a, a man for others. It's a, it's a, it's a very important a phrase. And then they show their colleges, and then their uh, the scholarships, and then you, you, you know, they're, they're being in high school, and and then you have the alumni, and then the alumni come, and they meet with these people and they say this is this is what the world is young men this is what it's all about this is the world I thought to myself oh god don't tell them about the world don't tell them about the world make them think and I say this in a nice way but that this la la land of happiness and innocence and homecoming, and maybe your first girlfriend or, you know, uh, Saturday, uh, Friday night football games and all that stuff. Let them think it lasts forever and let them think that somehow life mirrors that. But if you really want to tell them the truth, if you really want to prepare them, which is what they always say they want to do, that's not what you'll tell them. I want to tell you what I would say to them and and why I would never be asked back if I wanted to prepare them for what the world is. because to me, there's no excuse for anything short of the truth. It's not this particular, it's, it's, a, it's a great high school. It's about school in general. Please listen carefully. Please subscribe to the channel. Please like the videos. And please, before we begin, listen carefully to our most Critical and important sponsor. Dark clouds are gathering as markets shudder. Stocks are sinking, currency stumbling, fear and uncertainty reign. The Middle East, Ukraine, Taiwan, the debt, it's endless. Yet one asset stands firm, gold in crisis after crisis gold is there in the background it's enduring value guards against loss like a missile shield against incoming while paper wealth burns gold persists shield your savings against looming threats war, recession, contagion and avoid the frenzy panic of the unprepared take control in the chaos fortune favors decisive action get hold of gold now before it's out of reach and right now Noble Gold Investments offers a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful Coin with every new IRA. Claim your free coin today to secure your financial future. As this new storm gathers, panic looms. And some of the places you were thinking of for your money, well... They don't look so clever anymore. Secure your future against disaster now. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA and claim your free bullion coin today. Go to com. That's dot com. the only gold company I trust. And remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. I'm a realist. I told you that before. My My... Belief system. My politics is is realism, and it doesn't. It 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 sounds like kind of like a well, no kidding. But believe it or not, that that is that is a, a word, and it means something, and it's very very unhealthy for people. It's very very. It's not a good thing, and I was thinking. As I'm as I'm watching these these young men and you know this very very nice story about you know they're going out into going out into the world you know what would I what would I tell them what would I tell them what would I say and the thing I would love to say is this feeling that you have right now this sense of innocence this this sense of goodness this sense of you can do whatever you want and whatever it it it's not real it's not real. This is, this is, they they, they want you to think this as long as possible, but it's not real. I remember the first time, the first time I really came up close and personal to a murder, a real bad one. And like most people, I mean, I knew there were murders before and I knew there was, you know, there was, there was stuff, you know, there was, there was, you know, things that I... Yeah, I never. There was no internet. There was no faces of death. There was no really nothing. It was just kind of. I didn't really know what. I mean, there was. I saw John Dillinger, you know, on the slab, or Bonnie and Clyde. Maybe some war pictures every now and then. But I really didn't know. Well, I got the chance to see a story. Thank you, Mr. Bogart. Here's looking at you too, my friend. Thank you so much. This was a case. Of a machete killer, and this guy walked in, found his estranged wife, I believe, in bed with her husband, or what was it? He crept in, had a machete. By the way, he was so good with a machete. He was a he was a like a landscaper. He was Cuban, Cuban or Puerto Rican, I forget. But but his he used he used a machete to to edge, you know, like like an edger. He used he the, the the guy could could. Do a bris on a flea in midair. He was so good with this machete. So he walked in. She, she was on her back, sleeping. He caught her right around here, uh, almost decapitated her as close as you can get, but here. And I never really was familiar with layers of fat and adipose. It was very, very clear pictures. And her boyfriend, who was there? He was sleeping up. This guy caught him here and missed. Interesting, or, or, or maybe he didn't miss. And the the blade got here between his nose and his lip, in this part of the mandible or the jaw, right here. And he had that. He had a hard time getting it out because it was stuck. It was like you like, know, pop this out. And the guy had a weird, not a not a uh, Joker scar, but a very pronounced for the rest of his life, he saw this car. It was the first time that, vi- that video cameras were available. Didn't really have video cameras then. And I remember there was a deputy was, was going through the, the house at the time to show what this looked like. And he said, you see the red carpet? He said, it's not carpet. It's not the carpet. It's her blood. If you've ever given blood before, you've been to a blood bank, You've had maybe a, a, a pint. Maybe you've given a pint. Usually a pint, I guess. That doesn't hurt you. You, you get up, have a little orange juice, a cookie, and you're off, you're off to work. Back to driving, everything's fine. Well, imagine that in total exsanguination where you lose all the blood, the body holds six liters of blood. It's something else. And I looked at that picture, and I never saw that in my life. Never saw it. Never saw the testimony, saw the worked with the, the, the lead prosecutor. I'm, I'm I'm just thinking to myself, wow, it wasn't gross or anything like that. Lionel merch. And it taught me that there's these other there's this other side of life. And this isn't the only one. There were there were others I found out later on that you never hear about. And I would venture to say these, these wonderful people who teach these young men, I don't think they bring those people up. But they're there. And you don't understand goodness unless you understand this. And the guy who did this wasn't that particularly a, a bad guy. He didn't really have a criminal record. He didn't really do anything. He just, for whatever reason, lost it, or I don't know what happened. But he did it. I don't know. I think he did life. I don't think he did the electric chair. We had the electric chair. Anyway. And so I didn't understand good until you see that. So there's these young men, and they're graduating, and they're out. And, 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 And I... What would, would, would love to be able to tell them. Now, understand something. When you're out on a date and you're enjoying the Friday night football game and you're doing all the stuff that high schoolers normally do, I sort of did. I, I didn't get the Friday night football thing. I didn't get that. I thought, why am I, this is the worst, this terrible marching band. It was horrible. Robert Klein had the best line. He said, his marching band was so bad that when they played the national anthem, people from all different countries stood up except the Americans. Anyway, um, so I, I said, but remember this, as we speak, there are people in a place called Israel and Palestine or Gaza, and they have some of the smartest minds in the world devoted to killing as many people as possible of the right group. And they both claim to be religious. And these people could pick up the phone Call each other and say, "That's it, no more," and it's over with. It's over with. But they don't want it. They want more than anything to kill the other people. And you see, one of the things that that uh, th- these wonderful people do, and and God, I've I've always enjoyed. I've always had warm place in my heart the 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 priests and the Catholic priests and and they're 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 praying and they have God is not going to intervene in all of this at all God has nothing to do with this God says you're on your own you want to kill each other go ahead because each side is praying to their God that they get to kill the other side because they think they're right as we speak right now as we speak there are people saying if we put the bulldozer in here we can take the build can you can you take this building out yeah What's the best way? You're gonna run the, the you're gonna send the the, the the round in this way. Yeah, okay. Did we did we get did we announce to the folks to leave? Yes, okay, good. Make sure, are they there? Think so. Okay, well, you know, but that's their home. Well, the where it goes. You got that? Yeah, because Hamas. Okay, good. And Hamas says, when Hamas trained, Hamas trained with their paragliders, to take as many hostages as possible, to kill as many as possible, but, but they needed hostages because you can't negotiate with a, with a dead body. And they planned this. They planned it and they trained and they're considered heroes, both sides, dedicated to killing each other. To killing each other. you understand this? This is, this is the thing that, and, 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 and while I appreciate all this great stuff and, um, you know, trying to make, you know, young men and the future and all this, they have no clue of the world they're getting into. This is La La Land. This doesn't exist. They're, they're, they they talk about religion all the time, and no, there's no bolt of lightning that stops this. There's no interruption of death. Nothing, no intercession, intervention, interruption. Nothing. It never happens. You can do whatever you want. You could go on and you can be the worst serial killer and nobody, no angel will stop you. No goodness, no God, nothing. It nothing happens yet. Yet they devote their lives, everybody to this understanding that if you, you ask it, for, you know, the right way, there will be some kind of intervention. And there isn't because the world is horrible. These people are terrible. Sam Scheiser says, Richard Nixon was a great president. Prove me wrong. Can't. He was a great president. One of the best. You see what's happening with this? There is no such thing as a meritocracy. There is no such thing as a meritocracy. Matthew Perry died in a $49,000 a month rental. He lived in a $49,000 a month. Was he a great actor? Not really. There are other actors who are better than he is. Better. Do they come anywhere near his money? No. Is there a meritocracy? Uh, he might think so. No, there isn't. We have an election coming up. Is Donald Trump going to win? I'm not so sure today. Is goodness going to win? No, not really. Do the people in Washington, do they want to do good things to help the country? No. They're there for themselves. They're there to, to support and to promote their own a particular uh worldview. They want that's it's about their own thing. Don't they want to help people? No, no, absolutely not. No, no. I mean, they say they do, but that's what you have to do when you run for office. You have to tell people, you have to hope to God that they believe you when you tell them this line of shysa about how you're gonna help people, and when in fact, you're not gonna help anybody, you're not gonna help anybody at all. You got it? You understand what I'm saying? You're not gonna help. Anybody at all? Sorry, this world is so horrible. It is so beyond horrible. You can't even put it into words, and yet we pretend every night that there is this—I don't know—goodness, or there's some some rational thought in the world. There's some some power that's controlling things. It's completely random. Totally random. We have the most, I don't know, the most ridiculously selfish and horrible people in the world. We, I mean, it is is just a joke. And yet we do our best to, you know, pretend that things are great. And we try to say, hey, you know, we're going to vote. And that's terrific. And I appreciate that. And we do everything in our power. Everything in our power to to somehow, you know, pretend, but it is so bad. And the number of people, the number of people that are watching me right now who are not going to vote will blow your mind. Blow your mind. We have the greatest, the the simplest thing available. It's called the vote and people will talk themselves out of it it doesn't matter it doesn't mean anything don't you understand It doesn't mean anything if we do if i i mean if i could vote but it, you know what's the point it's a waste of time and and' we'll, they'll talk themselves out of it they talk themselves out of getting in shape or eating the right food or they will talk themselves out because basically people are indolent sedentary
4: out.
1: Música no
3: Terry, they're lazy. It's absolutely true. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's fascinating. And I would tell these these young people, you can go out in the world, but this is what you're going to meet. You're going to meet people who just don't care about anything. Nothing. This is a joke. You're You're living in a world where you pretend that you're in control of everything. And the people, I, I don't know which one's worse. At every faction of your life, every organization, whether it's government, DMV, alumni association, well, maybe not that, but your neighborhood, your homeowners association, to whatever, there are people out there who are incompetent, who are completely detached from any kind of sense of reality or, or any any responsibility. It's horrible. There are people out there who want to kill Kill. They want to kill people. They spend nights wanting to know how do we kill the enemy better? What device? We have a bunker buster. We have a bomb that goes through that burrows through and then sucks all that like a barometric. It it, it, barometric, but it's um barometric. It removes all the oxygen. It basically uh, evacuates the particular area. New ways to kill. Fragmentary. Cluster bombs and new ways to destroy and to hurt and to harm. That's what we are. That's the human spirit. That's what I would tell people. This is a joke. You can you can pray all you want. Mankind is horrible, hideous. It's just a few people. And the best part is, all of the people who are in charge, all the people, well, the people who are left behind, could change everything if only they cared. If only they got together en masse and voted, but they don't because they talk themselves out of it. They talk a lot of crap about, well, you know, like George Carlin said, it's, well, George Carlin, well, yeah. You're quoting George Carlin? That's the best I can do. So you're not going to vote? No, not going to vote. You're not going to vote? No, won't. What's going to happen? Whatever they want. People in this country allow a few people to make all the decisions in the world. It's the most incredible thing in the world. Now, here's the best one to you. And this is another reason. What I would tell these young people, your thoughts are the most dangerous things to the government. Your thoughts, what you think, because what you think may propel you. What you think changes your view of reality. What you think is something that is so incredibly dangerous to these people. And it starts now, and it will forever stop. From the time you're a kid, what did they tell you? Shut up. Don't say that. Don't wear that. Don't go there. Don't express yourself. Don't. Keep it down. Lower your voice. Watch what you say. Don't do this. Be careful. Because they're afraid of what you're saying. We have a thing right now where they're saying that... I was listening today it was a radio show and a friend of mine was saying, we have to do something about this anti-Semitism. I said, what do you mean? i well, to, to myself, I'm, I'm talking to the radio. Well, what do you mean? Well, you know, these people say, well, you, you, you mean hurting somebody? No. Well, what's wrong with anti-Semitism or racism if it's just a thought? What's wrong with it? Good luck with that one. You can be an anti-Semite, you can be an Islamophobe, you can hate Catholics, atheists, you can hate anybody you want. All you have to do is just, just don't hurt anybody. By the way, Harvey Bogart, played it against Sam, play as time goes by, he never said play it against Sam, but he, but he was pretty close to it. I also think that was one of the most overrated movies of all time, and I thank you for that, Mr. Bogart. Seriously. You know, he was the Gerber baby. Did you know that? Did you know that he also had the reason why he did this? His dentures over his lip would get caught. He goes, yeah, see, and would get caught at the top of this. He was a, one of the most rabid alcoholics anybody's ever seen. But thank you for that. Great actor. Great actor. But just. Today, BB announced he might be issuing or might be involved in a temporary of sorts kind of a slowdown did you hear this did you hear this kind of defeats the purpose what does that mean slow down let me get slow down slow down slow down what let what do me slow down you're gonna pump the brakes I will say to them, see what he's doing? He's getting he's getting negative. He's getting negative stuff. He's pumping the brakes. Do we ever pump the brakes in Vietnam? How do you pump your brakes in a war? What do you do? Well, he's not pumping the brakes. I'm, I'm letting people get out. You're letting them get out now? You should have done this before. What's the matter with you? See, they don't understand what this war stuff is. I want everybody to see it. I want you to see what it looks like when you pull a kid out of rubble. I want you to see this. I want you to see. When somebody holds somebody up and says, "Guess what this was? This was a kid. Look," and it looks nothing. That's the thing about death, which always fascinated me, especially accidents, car accidents. They ended up, they ended up in in, in contorted ways. They don't even look human. They look like mannequins or something. I want people to see that. I want people to see that. But they're not going to let you see that because that would be the truth, and that would get in the way of stuff. You know, when I was sixteen years old, did the uh, I think I told to this. Uh, he took this great class called uh Driver's Ed from a guy named Jack Baldwin. It's called Safeway Driving School. And the night before, and I had heard about this, and the night before we got our certificate to whatever it was. We saw this thing called Blood on the Highway or something. I remember they they rolled out this big projector on a on a metal kind of a tray or a, or a, uh, like a stand that moved wheels on it. And, you know, the light, I love to see the light with the dust. to realize to these strong, my God, there's so much dust. Look at the dust. And and you see this five, four, you know. And then you would see these black and white grisly photos of God. It was just awful. I thought it was fascinating. And the theory behind it was we didn't want you to think that driving was la-la land. Like you don't want graduate students and think everything's going to be beautiful because it's not there's some pretty awful stuff there you can have your fun but understand what's out there this is what happens when you run into a wall at 100 miles an hour this is what happens when you're drunk driving this is i remember the one i never forget was a guy who was he was driving and he was he had pole, like big um uh, uh telephone poles he was ferrying them about and I guess when he stopped, or a telephone pole like went through him. It was impaled by like a telephone pole. I, mean, I don't think that, I have to worry about that. But, but it made quite the impression. Because it showed you the truth. Hillbilly 55 says, years ago I laughed when you spoke about Thought Police. You were spot on. Oh, am I spot on? Thank you for that, Hillbilly. Thank you for that. Mike Toosbury says, Gerber Baby was Anna Turner Cook, not Humphrey Bogart. I did not know that. Let me see this. I didn't know that. Gerber, Baby, Humphrey, Bogart. Here I was. Uh, here we go. Yes. his um, range. Yes, Anna Turner Cook knew the correct answer. She is a Gerber Baby. You are absolutely correct. I'm so glad you let me know this because for years I was doing... The, and, and repeating this incredible piece of lore, which is what most of you do when you, uh, repeat, um, religious theories. And I, and I appreciate that. But, but thank you for that. Seriously. Thank you immensely. I, now that I know that, I appreciate that. Um, who else is there? Oh, so right now we also have this, this this kind of a weird um, kind of a tightrope I'm on. You don't want to hear things that are not good. You will tend to go somewhere else where people say good things, or or people who just read. I don't know. Read. I mean, it's not just you, but but people who read. Um, um, you know. Um, uh, Headlines and stuff like that. And nobody really wants to hear this. So I got into a, not an argument, but a friend of mine said, did you see Trump last night? I said, OK, yes. Wasn't he great? I said, what do you mean by that? Well, wasn't he great? What was his goal? What do you mean? What was Trump's goal? What was he trying to accomplish? What, why was he there? Couldn't answer the question. I said, was it to amuse you? I sound like Joe Pesci. Was it to please you? What, What was he there for? What was he there for? Tell me. Couldn't answer the question. Couldn't answer the question. He was there to pick up new voters. He was there to pick up new voters. He was there to find somebody who might vote for him if he's still interested in voting, or or running. Excuse me. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? Okay. And he he got upset. Wasn't he great? I said, I don't know if he was great. It sounded like, kind of like stuff from the past, and I'm, I'm not really sure how great it was. But the point is, what I'm trying to tell you, is that his job was not just to, you know, whatever. It was to, okay. Good luck. I mean, good, good luck trying to explain any of this stuff to any of these people. I can't, I can't say it enough. Good luck. And this is what I'm trying to tell, I would tell these young people. People don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear things that make them feel good. They don't want, they're not interested in stuff. They don't want to know it. Maybe sports is the only thing I think when people are pretty, pretty straight up about that. Nobody really wants to talk about stuff like that. I've been thinking about this. We spend all of our time, you and me, living in la la land. We always, we we just want to, we live with people who kind of tell us stuff that we want to hear and we tell them what they want to hear. Think about this very carefully. Now, my friends, I hope you've also liked this video so far. Make sure you've hit that, uh, that uh subscription thing was very, very important. Very, very important. And now let's talk about what happens in the event all hell breaks loose, stores close, and there's no food. And that's gonna happen. All right, fellow Patriot, let's talk about my Patriot Supply, the country's largest, prepare this company. And it is more than equipped to stock your shelves in times of emergency. You can ditch the canned vegetables in the box pasta and the banana chips and the jerky their best-selling three-month food kit provides delicious breakfast lunches and dinners that last up to 25 years now these meals offer over two thousand calories every day with a balance of protein and carbs to keep you fed and ready to go in the event of an emergency just add water and heat then eat start or strengthen your food supply with this three-month food kit from my patriot supply So go to preparewithlionel.com to get ready, preparewithlionel.com. I'm going to say it again, preparewithlionel.com. Go now. That makes sense. Completely makes sense. You know, as we speak right now, this is the most important thing in the world, as we speak, the world is falling apart in levels and in areas that I cannot even... I, I, I don't even know where to start. Let me ask you something. Right now, I'm going to ask you, where is, in your opinion, the most important and critical place for people to... How do I say this? The most important and critical place for people to pay attention to. What is the most What's the most important? Tell me. Any thoughts on Al Jolson? Who doesn't have thoughts on Al Jolson? Thank you. One of the best. What's the most important thing right now? President Trump asks you, he calls you and he says, I'm gonna ask you a question. How do I focus how do I focus my attention? What do I focus my attention on? What would you say? Look at this. The UK is facing power shortages. Power shortages. I've got a new sponsor coming up. Um, Lion Energy. For basically uh you know generators and supplies because that's gonna happen right now. Edie Crowley says children. You could forget children, nobody cares. You know what we see right now? People who like to use uh use children as kind of like a platform to kind of push their own agenda. Work outward from yourself. I don't know what that means, but that's interesting. UK give their power to the world they got up before. Oh, I I used to think that the UK was so smart. I can't believe how how uh, Australia has been incredibly just basically it's it, it's it's to to everything. You understand this? You got it. This is the most important thing in the world. Mr. Maga, focus on small-town Americans. Uh, Again, I don't know how that works, but that's interesting. People are not going to vote. People are not going to find themselves in any kind of uh, particular level of of participation with this. Uh, People are – you realize that nothing has been done regarding the borders. Nothing has been done. You know, drain the swamp, but nothing. Nothing has been done. I'm going to try this this way, okay? Nothing, there is nobody in our corner. They're talking again about maybe we can get Hunter Biden on something. That's not going to happen. I'm telling you, dear friends, and I want you to realize this. I I, I just grasp this. Once you grasp it, let me know. We have nobody fighting for our side. We don't. We have people who are trying to become president, but nobody is fighting for us. We are on our own. Washington, local elections are different, local politicians, but Washington cares nothing about us. It's worse than anything you can imagine. That's all I'm going to tell you. I want you to think about that. Just think about this. Remember what I'm telling you. And I've been thinking about what I would tell young people today. It is so, you, you have no, we are in, this is like Ed land or Ed world or Ed, whatever this, that movie. I mean, we're, we're, we're just, we're, we, we just pretend that we're doing things, that we, that our, our words mean something and that things are being done and that we're, nobody, nobody's on our side. We need something really, really drastic. And that which is drastic, we can't say now. Don't want to say it here. Don't want to say it here because, well, people would understand. I say it on my private channel about some stuff that I think we need to be done. And it is, it's not, it's, it, it, it's not at all uh, outrageous. It just makes sense. All right. So anyway, dear friends, I want to thank you. You have a great and a glorious night. Do something fun. Watch a great movie. Watch an Al Jolson or Humphrey Bogart movie. Go back and learn some stuff. Listen to some great lectures. Take it easy, because understand something. And by the way, sorry, I'm the, ba- I'm the Gerber baby. See, that's very. Thank you for that. But 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 thank you for this. But understand, understand what we're saying. This is important. And I just want you to leave. Just leave you with this. Just remember what I'm saying. You ain't seen nothing yet, because right now it appears. If everything seems to hold true, they're. Democrats are going to win again. Again. Think about what I'm saying. We just saw it in the drive run the other day, and nobody's talking about this. Okay? It's just, it, just imagine, and the next four years with a vengeance, with Gavin Newsom at their helm. Okay? Who stands for us? Who's who's our, who's, who is it? Is it Trump? He seems to be busy with his court stuff. Does he really have the ability to handle this? Can he focus? I don't know. Sometimes I doubt it. And then again, it's not his fault. So you think about that, dear friends. In any event, thank you so much. Have a great and a glorious night. Okay? Do something fun because (laughs) it's it's bad. It's bad. But make sure you vote. All you got to do is tell me you're going to vote. We'll see you tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. 8 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, remember, the monkey's dead, the show's over, sue you. Da da.